Hey guys, Dan Waltzman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, this is the podcast all about radical help for people who want it. As you know, all this month, we've been talking about value, how to be valuable, how to give value. And so I thought this story that I want to share with you is applicable. So I'm doing this uh, for those who get the podcast, and I'm doing this for all of you inside the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness group. So I I don't know that I should name names, but um, of course, some of you know that I have this brand new course called 30 Days to Awesome. And it's um, originally we started off with people in in network marketing. That's a great group of people. We've realized that 60, 70% of people inside of that community uh, aren't doing network marketing, but they are doing some sort of either smaller-ish business or some sort of um, work from home business. And that's cool. By the way, I'll be telling you more about this in the coming days, weeks, months. I actually get, I'm going to try to put together a special offer for everybody inside this group. But this isn't about a story. This isn't a story about me pitching you on anything. This is a story about me being pitched. And I wanted to share this with you because I've seen this time and time and time again. Well-meaning people making really stupid business mistakes. And that's what this story is all about. As many of, you, many of you know, and maybe you've seen it in my bio, and if you've ever heard me introduced, you'll hear people say, you know, Dan Waltzman writes this blog called Edgy Conversations with the Wall Street Journal calls one of the top five blogs anywhere on the planet, right? And maybe that's even in our bio. I, I got to look at my computer and check it out. I don't know. Maybe that's what we're actually saying about ourselves. It's true. It actually happened. But another thing you may not know is whenever there's lists of sales leaders, sales gurus, business business gurus. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm always in the top five. So one came out last year, for example, and um, I wish I knew about it ahead of time. I could have like put on makeup and well, I don't put on makeup, but you know what I mean? Like, look, shine myself up. Uh, I think Grant Cardone was number one, number two, some was somebody else. Uh, I think I was number three on that list of people in that category of people who help make you money. And I got a call a week and a half ago from a gentleman. I wish I could tell you his name. Can we call him Jim? We'll call him Jim to get started. So Jim, Jim calls me, and uh, and Jim says, um, "Hey, you know, I, you know, one of your one of your friends recommended that we speak, and he mentioned somebody who I know quite well. In fact, to be was a business partner of mine for some time, and she's a she's a wonderful person. And said, "Hey, you, th- I thought you might be interested in coaching. Now, all of you know this by now. I love coaches." I have coaches in so many different areas of my life. Some of you might have one coach. I think I've got I've got a, I've got like two running coaches. I've got, you know, the guys who help my head. I've got business coaches. I think if if I were to like break down my kind of Wiki, Wikipedia of coaches, I've got five or six of them. So this guy said coaching, that was the right buzzword. He had me hooked. And so he proceeded to uh then in this first conversation Talk to me about the idea of leading. Now, leadership is something that I feel like I can do a better job on. I think that um, because I'm open to a lot of ideas, I, I, I'm almost like bipolar with my leading. On one side, I'll listen to whatever idea you have, and I want to pursue it because I like things that are interesting and fascinating. On the other hand, I can have these really strong opinions and be unwilling to change. 
Like, I, I'm just not willing to change at all. I don't care how hard you argue or yell or scream. I'm just going to do it that, a particular way. So when you say leading, I'm in. I want to learn. I want to learn how to be a better leader. It kind of hooked me. But by the way, anytime someone tells me, let me help you tweak something so you can be a better version of yourself, like many of you, it doesn't take much convincing. I'm in. So I was really trying to get to the bottom of what this guy was, was doing. The first thing I did, and I was at my computer, you know, a couple, couple feet away right here, and I'm on my computer, and I immediately stopped, and I, I said, you know, did a Google search on who he was, because I hadn't heard his name before, came up to this website. It's a website from like the 1990s, something like this. Uh, and I said, okay, that's, you know, hey, if you're an older guy and you haven't updated your website, it's still okay. So uh, I thought, I said, well, I'm on your website right now. I said, oh, no, no, don't worry about my website. That's, that's crap. We're coming up with some new stuff here. And I said, okay, sure, sure, no big deal. And I listened for a long time. That's a superpower that I've learned. And every once in a while, I get it right. I just listened. Like, what, what would I do to be a better leader? How would I use your superpowers, use your magic to become a better leader? And I just listened. He, he, he had a British accent. He's from uh, the UK. He spent a long time just sharing this whole plan with me about leading and, and, the, and all of this. And I said, well, listen, I have to go now, but I'd love to circle back with you in, a, in, a, in like next week. And he, I think maybe he even suggested, let's find some time next week. And he said, I said, I, I, for anyone who pitches me, whether it's someone in this group, whether it's you guys, whether it's anybody trying to sell me everything from technology to anything, a vacation, I usually try to get really practical. Like, what would we do? How would I change? Like, would I not wear a black shirt? Would I wear a blue shirt? Would I buy a yellow shirt? Like, talk to me about what would change. And he said, well, before I tell you that, I'm going to send you a, a, a piece of paper. And I'm trying to see if I can find it here. I guess it's not right here on my standing desk. I have a sitting desk and a stand. So I said, okay, uh, send me your questions. So he sent me a list of questions, two pages of questions. And he said, I want you to really be thoughtful about the answers. And so I actually sat down and wrote down the answers to these questions. He said, what do you, you know, what, what are you trying to achieve? I said, I'm trying to build, I want a group of, I want 1 million inspired people inside the edgy empire of awesomeness. 1 million people. Seems like a big goal. I said in the next five years, that's my mission. 1 million inspired people inside the edgy empire of awesomeness. Not people in the group, inspired people. Like people who are doing awesome things, changing the world. That's what I want to empower. And then I you know, talked about what, you know, what are you struggling with? I said, well, I've never done that before. So if I've never done that before, naturally, I feel like uh, there's fear. I don't want to screw that up. I and it, now, okay. You may be listening going, dude, what what are you getting to? Like I was pretty vulnerable. And and the reason why I was pretty vulnerable sharing this was I thought if there can be value here, then it it benefits me to to be vulnerable. So, this guy did a couple things right and that he challenged somebody who he knew could be challenged to be vulnerable and and I was. I here I was like answering these questions and I'm sharing these things. Like I've never built up a group with 1 million people. I've got a million people on our Facebook. What is it? The fan page, my public profile page. And I've got a few thousand friends on my own personal page, but I've never built a group of people, 1 million strong, engaged, inspired, doing things that change the world. And so I said, I've just never done that. Just never done it. So I just need to know what I would need to do. Like what could I do to be the type of person who could make that happen, right? 
And so I'm sharing this. I'm sharing this with them. Uh, I'm, I'm actually being personable, digging deep. Hey, buddy, good to see you. Glad you're here. And, and then, so, so I'm in this state. So this is where it gets important. Hang with me for a second. I'm recording for the podcast. I got my screen here watching Inside the Empire so I can make sure I answer your questions. And this is really the, the crux of where this story goes off the rails, okay? This is where this story really, really, really goes off the rails. I'm having this conversation. I'm intimate. Uh, I'm like, I'm really vulnerable and intimate. Uh, hey, Frank. Hey, Anna. Uh, love you guys. I'm like sharing shit that I've never shared with anyone before. Maybe not even wifey. I'm like, I feel inadequate. I feel like I want to be inspired. I started this group not because I feel like I'm the best person on the planet. I started it because I wake up some days feeling like shit, feeling like there's nothing I can do to change the world, but I want to fucking try. Like I want to try and I don't want to give up. Love you too, Anna. And so here I am sharing this. Guys, hang with me because this is so important. I'm, I'm sharing this most vulnerable, what do you call it? Story, my passion, my vision. And this guy's going to give me some clues and help on how I can do this. And, and he says to me, so you want to work with me? So this is the transition. I'm talking, he's giving me some insights. He's asking me what I want to do. And he stops and says, so you want to work with me? Now, at first I thought, what does this mean? Like the way this conversation was, was started, it was, it was a conversation between, you know, friends and a conversation of, of, of helpfulness and without any warning, this person who put me in a, a state of vulnerability and intimacy because I thought he cared, turned on a dime and was now saying, do you want to work with me? And so at first I took a couple seconds to like, think like, okay, what would that look like? I have in my mind, I'm thinking I have other coaches. Maybe I work with this guy. And I said, well, what would, I'm confused. What would that look like? And sometimes, by the way, it's a strategic question I ask. I'll say I'm confused. It kind of shows that I'm not pretending to have it all figured out. I just don't know what, what, what that would look like, like help me out sort of thing. And, and, and this is where things really began to go off the rails. The person I'm on the phone with, Jim says back to me, see, that's your problem. You're too arrogant. I'm thinking, <laughs> I just had this, I've, I've shared my soul with you. I've I told you how I want to get to a million users. I told you how I feel inadequate. I told you how I need help, how I don't feel like I'm qualified to be this fearless leader, but I, but I want to be so that I can help people. And here you are telling me uh, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, I'm arrogant because I don't pull out my credit card and just buy whatever coaching sort of program that you haven't even told me how much it costs. You haven't even told me what it's going to look like. You haven't even told me the value I'm going to get from it. All you said is you don't work from. So again, immediately, I have to tell you, I went from about zero to 9,000 on the anger scale and I got really heated pretty quickly. And then I thought, well, let's, let's bring this back down. If there's a nugget of value here, maybe I can get over myself and just work with this person. So it only spiraled downward from that point. As soon I said, I, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just trying to figure out what value you would do and how you would do it. And his reply was this, see, Dan, that's your ego talking. <sighs> what? What the fuck? You know, that's your ego talking. Um, if, if, if you were, um, I don't, I don't know the right wording. Basically, if, if, if you were a person worthy 
of leading, you wouldn't have this much ego. So um, my wife was a, a couple rooms away because I happened to be fielding this in my home office, and I think she heard my the the level of my voice rise <laughs> pretty pretty high after that because I didn't drop any f bombs, but I immediately thought, what the fuck? Like seriously. Here I am, I've opened up, I've shared, I've not tried to play games. I can play games. I've tried not to play games because I really care about this mission. And the thought hit me after about 15 minutes, here's how I ended the conversation. I just said, I'm sorry, I've got to go. I don't think this is a good fit. And I hung up the phone. And so here's what's, here's what's interesting about this story. I see this repeated time after time after time. And I wanted to bring this up to you for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, it's great that you have sales skills. It's great that you learn closing. Maybe this guy was using some, you know, I mentioned I've studied Eckhart Tolle. I've studied uh, Richard Bandler. I've studied NLP and, and, and all of this stuff. I, I can continue to be a student of the game um, of surrender and meditation and learning and growing. And, and so I was willing to share this and, Instead of trying to empathize and lead me to a destination, which might be good for him, which would be to convince me to spend my money with him, he completely just fucked me over by making me feel inadequate, by making me further inadequate, by using these negative kind of tactics that might work on somebody, but didn't work on me at all. In fact, they only made me more enraged, more unhappy and convinced that I would never spend another penny with this sort of person. And I see on the web, there's a whole host of experts and gurus who want to tell you how to close. And they're going to tell you to puff out your chest. They're going to tell you to pose next to your Ferrari, to tell people that you're better than them, that you don't need them, that they need you. There's a whole crop of this bullshit on the internet where people are trying to give you tactics and strategies and, and here's what I want to share with you. Like these are people's lives and the people who can give, that you can give value to aren't things and they're not numbers and they're not a Facebook ID. They're, they're people. And it's our job if we're going to give them value to, to help them be intimate with themselves. And instead of using that to try to manipulate them, instead of using that to try to make people feel guilty and give you their money because they're guilty... It's our mission. It's our duty. It's your duty to provide them so much love and care and make it so obvious that you can carry them across the finish line that they just want to give you their money. Now, if all of that seems idealistic, maybe it is. You know, maybe it's idealistic to think that you can actually care about people and you can give them lots of value and that they want to perform at a higher level. But I, I've been a part of the opposite side for, this is not my first instance, this is the first instance I'm sharing with you, where the, the strategies and tactics on a textbook work, you know, pushing people to make a decision, making them feel like they're not valued unless they spend their money with you. Like these sort of things, I guess on paper work, but in real life, they just cause more damage. Now, if you're frustrated by the current sales cycle, if you're frustrated by how hard it is to do email marketing, to do, uh, if you're in network marketing, e-commerce. Uh, I know some of you, like Frank, who's here, you've got a product you're selling online. Anna just sold her business, but she was selling online and all over. And, and, and look, 
all of us are looking for new strategies and tactics. And rule number five, or maybe it's six, number five from the law of awesome, and I'm almost getting to that chapter and finishing that chapter and book number two is this, give so much value it no longer makes sense. I'm trying to dog food this right now. So I just want to share this story with you to say, don't make this dumb mistake. It's ridiculously stupid. It really is. To try to bully people for their money, to try to make people feel inferior, to try to use tactics that belittle people. Look, take people who want what you have and don't make them feel dumb if they don't get it the first time around. Make them feel so special that they want to just give you more money. I love what you just said, Frank, about how you had uh, somebody send their son to train with you because he thought you could help him as an apprentice learn how to give value in selling. It's right, spot on, spot on. So a couple things, two things, two things. In the coming weeks, I'm going to tell you more about 30 Days to Awesome. It's not time right now. It's not time right now. I've got some other things I need to wrap up. In the coming weeks and months, I'm going to tell you about a, a brand new coaching program we're offering. That's not so much coaching as it is accountability. Those things will come. You, it's your mission to hold me accountable. If forever, it, if any time ever, you feel bullied or badgered or inferior because of some way that we have presented one of our amazing products, then I, I hope that you will always have enough courage to tell me, Dan, you've been out of line. Now, I hope we never get to that point. But I wanted to just to be as candid and as clear as I can be. I felt angry. I felt taken advantage of. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm a champion ultra runner. Like I'm not some guy you just push over with a feather. And I felt take just horrible, felt horrible in this situation. And so a couple things. One, don't do that. Don't just, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. You don't need to. And then two, let's hold each other accountable for raising the game on, the, on business, raising the level of awesomeness when it comes to helping people engage, change their life and do something memorable and magical. So that's it for me. I wanted to share the story with you. I'm sorry it's been like 20 minutes. I never intended to do some sort of large uh, video here, but I wanted to share the story with you because I think it, it's, uh, it's powerful. And maybe you've had your own experience. If you have, you know, drop something in the comments below and I'm excited, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it because you may, you know, maybe you're doing those tactics because you don't know any better. Fair enough. Let's talk about how we can help you raise your business game to that next level of awesomeness, okay? Love you guys. See you soon. Go be awesome. Uh, meanwhile, if I can help you with anything, as you know, you've got my number, you've got my messenger, you've got my, my email. Let's talk soon, all right? Cheers. So that's me just signing off the, the Facebook Live I did where I finished telling that story. Um, I know this podcast has been a little bit longer than usual, but I wanted to just wrap it up by saying this value, value, what do you value? What value do you bring? And if you were to do something radically different in your business, what would that be? How could you deliver so much value? People say, I can't take any more value. I feel like I'm, I'm taking advantage of you. As I mentioned, in the coming weeks, we're going to talk to you about our amazing coaching program. It's going to help you change your life. Number two, we're going to talk, tell you more about 30 Days to Awesome. If you're starting a small business, have a side hustle, want to get your 
business up and running. I can't promise to make you a millionaire. My mission is to make you a thousandaire, right? So if I can get you to six digits, my, my, uh, my guess is you can take it from there. So I will see you all soon on the next ep- uh, episode of the Edgy Conversations podcast. In between now and then, stay edgy, be awesome. Uh, enjoy the summer. It's going to go away pretty quickly. See you on the next episode. Thank you.